Every now and then, I meet someone who's changing the world for the better by their sheer will alone. Whether they're authors, activists, or adventurous, these people are blazing a path with their deep enthusiasm and allowing the world to follow. Their passion is strong, and my passion is to tell their stories. I am Brian Platt, and this is Passion Project. Hey, what's going on, guys? So in this episode of the podcast, I speak with Yona Contemo. He was our guide when we went to Uganda a couple months ago, and I wanted to check in with him uh, and see how he's doing as well as the rest of the country of Uganda. Um, so like much of the world, they're, they have shut down their tourism for um, COVID-19, waiting on a vaccination. But um, they're in a little bit more of a unique position since the biggest draws to their country are mountain gorillas and chimpanzees, which share 96 to 98% of the genetic strands as humans. Meaning that it's that much more important that we do collectively as a world have a vaccination before people can go see these critically endangered species. It wouldn't be out of the ordinary or, or out of the realm of possibility if COVID jumped from a person to a mountain gorilla where there's only a couple hundred left or to a chimpanzee where those numbers are uh, very low as well. It's happened before. Uh, he mentions it happened, you know, with measles uh, before in the past. So I wanted to see how things are going with him, with the country, and also follow up on a story I heard about in the news a couple of months ago, where a silverback gorilla named Rafiki was actually poached uh, and killed in a national park. So I wanted to check up on all those things. And it turns out, turns out that um, Uganda is quite, while well, they're pretty strict about their mask guidelines, I've been following them in the news, um, it's been pretty stressful. The government's not providing any help for them. There's been suicides just from stress alone. People can't get their medicine from for thing, you know, from anything. Things like diabetes. And these desperate times are making people desperate. Uganda's, you know, had a history of difficult times, and this is just compounding upon that. Um, so people are using, especially from the cities, are going in and using wire traps in the forests and in the um, you know, the areas that surround and even within the national parks, which is how Rafiki was caught a few months ago. So it's a very interesting podcast. I love speaking with Yona. He always gives me such uh, great on-the-ground insight. Um, but upon following up on this story, one thing that I read was this year there have already been seven gorilla births in Uganda alone, whereas most years the average is two which is incredible news. And it has nothing to do with COVID since the gestation period is nine months for a gorilla, just like it is for a human. But it is incredible news nonetheless, knowing, showing that these conservation efforts, this strict tourism efforts and travelers going to that area and funding these uh, incredible species is actually working. So save for what happened to Rafiki and, and what's happening now with the current um, you know, inability to travel there, at least to see the gorillas and, and the chimps, the efforts as a whole are increasing the population of mountain gorillas, which is incredible to hear. But regardless, Uganda is having a difficult time um, with COVID-19. And he tells me a couple of stories about you know, people who can't 
grow their own food because they live in the cities or the government, how they're not providing any assistance at all. But Yona is pretty hopeful. He's a very positive person. And he says, hey, you know, we've been here before. We've seen this with cholera. We've seen this with Ebola, which killed 300 people in their country in just two months alone. So with the strict efforts of masking and social distancing, he seems pretty confident that they can get out of this, especially once there is a vaccination that's readily and widely available. But anyways, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I love doing it. I always love speaking with Yona. Um, and yeah, if you do, please like, rate, review, subscribe. All of those things are uh, incredibly helpful. So I would appreciate it. And thanks. Enjoy. Dan. Yeah. Nice to see you. Okay. <laughs> nice uh, to see right, you. How, how have you been? Okay. Yeah. It was okay. It's only had a uh, cough, but it has gone, and now I'm feeling okay because all my voice had gone away. Oh wow! Now I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I can talk very well. You had the you had a cough. Okay, yeah, I had a cough. Wow. Okay. I passed through dust. I passed through dust area. That's oh, when I had a cough. Okay. By now, I'm I'm feeling better. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> all, all, all right. Yeah, and okay, that was okay. my that was my big question. First of all. How how are you? Okay. How have you been during this uh, during COVID nineteen? How is um how are you holding up? All right, well, COVID nineteen. You know, I'm um I'm a tour manager mm-hmm. with uh, uh with um South of Africa. And South of Africa, we have our main supplier, which is Gate One, that normally sends us visas from um all over the world. Not on, actually on the US. But U.S. bring the base like um, 70%. Mm-hmm. Canada contributes, and all other parts of the world contributes. So um, actually, I've been uh, I'm the tour manager, and the most problem is that that um, all the visas visas cannot come to Uganda, so we have lost the business. And actually, not only me that losing business, also the entire country has lost business. Mm-hmm. The entire country has lost revenue. The Ministry of Finance. Because uh, we used to get uh, money from the tourism that was actually being pumped to, to, to the finance to make roads, to make hospitals, schools, other things, blah, blah, blah. So all that one is not, is not coming. Because um, the government was planning, the way how tourism was moving steadily, it was going to be number one, the foreign exchange in Uganda, mm. where Uganda earns the greatest part of foreign exchange. That was going to be tourism. By now, agriculture has been the one. Tourism has been number two. By now, tourism was going to top agriculture because there were so many tourists that were coming. But because of the COVID-19 that has blocked all the world, including Uganda, so all the money is blocked off. So cannot access money. You cannot do anything. So everyone is just at home. And um, well, some other businesses have been opened like those who sell internal shops, who sell soap, paraffin, things of just inter- internal, the domestic business, that one can still work. But for us of the international business, whereby a country with another country, it is possible. So we don't do any business and we just down. And this is so big problem because the lodges, the hotels, um, and also... um. 
people who sell food to the hotels, people who do entertainment to the visitors, mm -hmm. and um, there are also several small places, of course, the, you know, the rangers that are also being, getting salary, tips, things, and so on. Right. Also, um, small places whereby the, the community places, if you remember Kafred, whereby people normally go for walk in the Kivale National Park, people mm -hmm. go, they have a community walk. Also, visas normally go there and have a walk. You look at how they do. Also, community, tourism-based places, ecotourism. So all those ones have been blocked. And uh, those people cannot get money. So they're just down. People just fail what to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know tourism... problem. Yeah, I know tourism around the world is blocked. But I imagine, like, everything I'm reading about Uganda is there incredibly strict about tourism coming in they're incredibly strict about the um the wearing masks and yeah, spreading. yeah you guys are doing better than we are in the states yeah it's a big chain actually that chain the whole of that chain is broken down hmm. the whole of the chain is broken down within the tourism it's just broken down and um so the the, the, the disadvantage of this um because people cannot access what they used to get mm -hmm. some people are dying though it's wow. not covid 19 because COVID also has killed some people, people are dying. But so other people are dying because of the stress. Wow, yeah. Those that have been getting money, they are dying. So they cannot get any money. Those that had diabetes, they can also die. Oh, diabetes, Those wow. that have higher kind of such diseases. So people actually, it's a big problem. Wow. People are dying. Yeah, yes. Wow, yeah. I mean, I imagine that most people, when their entire livelihoods, dry up uh, is there anything that the government of uganda is doing to help people yeah the, the only help was about um the government was to lock down locked the whole country down to see where the, the problem is to see the way the problem is and the, the government found that um the problem the, the people coming from foreign countries coming to uganda that was the number one issue those people to be locked. Then they also found the social distance. Mm -hmm. To always keep distance about four meters from each other. Then to wear masks. Mm -hmm. And always wash your hands regularly. As soon as when you know touch something, mm -hmm. you wash your hand. Touch this, you wash your hands. Don't don't touch somebody that you don't know. Don't welcome somebody that you don't know. So that one is is really assisting. Is assisting a lot. Yeah. And if people follow that, if people follow that. That means um, maybe chances of COVID will be moving away. But if we don't stick with that, with people say they move together, not wearing masks, it's a problem. So people need this more education. Actually, the health sector still have much to, to do with uh, exercising people about wearing masks all the time and washing their hands all the time. That's the problem where, where the problem is. If the people can do it, then it's a tick. COVID will be uh, free. Right. We'll say bye-bye to COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, are people abiding by that? Are people wearing masks? Like, I know Uganda's numbers are better yeah, than some, the numbers some, in the States. Some wearing masks. Some are putting on masks. Mm -hmm. And some are not putting on masks. No, some, some, and some, some don't have them. Yeah. And some don't have them. Like, I was in town. <laughs> I was in town, in downtown. I saw some some people were smoking, were smoking. You know, people share a cigarette. 
I saw oh. people sharing cigarettes. So on the phone, a friend was smoking. I said, hey, but now I'm, he said, oh, I'm feeling thirsty. I've taken a week without smoking. Please give me. Oh, wow. I saw somebody was like, his friend like that. Then they said, oh, he doesn't know. You're not supposed to share even a cigarette. Mm-mm. I also saw somebody was, um some, some masks are dirty. Somebody would spend like a week without washing a, a mask. I saw, saw something there. I said, oh, this is not good. Yeah. So um, people all, are all aware about that. Then actually people need more cessation. Cessation. Yeah. Yeah, people are aware uh, here as well, but they're not, you know, I would say yeah, 10% yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. doing it, but that's enough to continue yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's a shame, yes. man. Like you're, you know, Uganda's working hard to make sure COVID, you know, doesn't come into some of the gorilla parks because the gorillas and the chimpanzees share so much of our DNA that if this strand catches yeah, to them, yes, there's yes. concern that, that you could lose an entire population or, or subpopulation, right? Mm, mm. Yeah, um, the president was talking about it and the scientific group. Um, actually, the, all, all the, gorilla, the gorilla park is closed. Nobody in the foreign person is supposed to go to the gorilla park right. and the chimpanzee park. They are closed. It's only anyone, people can go to them open parks like um whereby you, you sit in the car and view animals within the car like if you remember queen Bears, you remember um machizon gotcha, there's also yeah. other parks which are whereby you sit in the car and view animals but parks whereby you go outside and walk on foot um it's prohibited it's not allowed for somebody to go on foot in the mm. national park because some of the animals share diseases with human beings we call them zoonotic diseases. Mm-hmm. So people share zoonotic diseases. You remember, um, like primates share a cough with humans. They share measles with humans. So they also share virus with humans. So it's probably that also the COVID-19, the gorillas can get a piece of it. So that's why they're not allowing people to go for gorilla tracking till the problem is solved. Gola tracking from now is not allowed yeah. through the Gola tracking. Yes. Which is such a shame problem. Cause, is- yeah, because Uganda was doing so well. The gorilla populations were doing so well. And a lot of that was because of yes. uh, the money that tourism brought. Um, yes. I mean, I guess they're not going to come. It's not going to come back until there's a vaccination, right? Or a vaccine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the, 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 the problem is the vaccine. So any country that will um, actually make the vaccine is highly welcome and welcome that country. They, they need also to help us and give us the vaccine mm-hmm. so that we can proceed with our activities, proceed with all our, um, whatever we're doing. Because the people have got the medicine, then we are likely to do whatever we've been doing. But without the medicine, which means there's another problem coming. Yeah. So we're waiting for medicine. That's the only thing we're waiting for. Right. Yeah, and that medicine needs to be readily available to a lot of people uh, in a lot of different countries, which is going to make it difficult. So that's why. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Many countries are looking for the medicine, many mm-hmm. countries. Um, okay. But what, what are you doing with your time right now? Like, what are you and other people who traditionally give tours? Like, how are people occupying their time? Are they finding other work? Is there, is there you know, do they have the ability to do something else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What I was trying to say, 
Um, people who were laid off who used to work somewhere in, in the water, tourism, a lot of people were teachers, tourism, hotels, and other places, those places that were locked down, they tried to start a business mm -hmm. whereby they can also earn their living, but businesses have no customers. You try to open up a store, okay, like a store. Do you remember seeing a store? Mm -hmm. In Uganda, call them a shop. In the US, call it a store. Mm -hmm. Get a point. So you try to open a store, but um, you find there are few people coming to the store to buy because people have no money. So actually, yeah. also, they're not doing well. So is the government doing anything to help people who don't have money and don't have jobs? Like, not about not, the not virus? At all. Not at all. No help. No help about that. Wow. It's only the government. What the government did, they, they bought um, mosquito nets and they gave them to people and also masks. Okay. Okay. Masks. The face mask. Yeah. And so um, mosquito nets. Because um, if somebody can, maybe you have no money to buy a mosquito net and a mask, those were given freely to people. That's just it ended there. And then at the starting, um, only the people in the Kampala were given food, like like um, posho, um, cornmeal, and bean. Okay. But it was only for one month. It was for only one month. It ended there. So people still start struggling. There's a lot of struggle to get this and that. Yeah. And um, there's actually um, the good thing with Uganda. The good thing with Uganda is um, Uganda, I call it a part of Africa. And each Uganda, the way how the British started Uganda, each one owns his land. And whoever has land, you must cultivate your land and get food. So the biggest percent of Ugandans, they have food. Okay. And how much ever we have forest and wetland, so they produce a lot of rain. So um, also there's a lot of water. So you can fetch water from the river, either from the running water, either from rain, and get water. So you don't go uh, to buy water. Mm -hmm. So those things are helping people. But um, like food and water. But buying things from the main shop, like from the mall, like you go to buy um, like clothes, dressing, buy shoes, buying things that you buy from the shop, those ones that are not um, possible because people have no money to do that. But people can only access food. What you get from your garden, nothing. What you don't have in a garden, then you don't get it. So some people only having one kind of commodity. If somebody has maybe carbohydrates in the food in his garden, he's depending on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that. So maybe we are not balancing the diet. That's what I see. So they are getting because um what are you seeing? You may be producing um beans, you produce banana, you produce ABC. But when you, produce, you don't produce uh, sugar, you don't produce oil, you don't have the meat, you, so those ones also need to balance their diet. Actually, though they have food, but they don't balance their diet. That's the problem that is there. Like, um, uh, this is the um, 80% they have food. 20% okay. who live in town, they don't have food. Those are the ones suffering at the moment. Okay. So you yeah. can, people have what they can grow, but most people in towns obviously can't grow anything. So they're the ones yeah, that are Yeah, in, in town, in town they, don't, they don't grow anything. In town, they don't grow anything. The towns are just there um, for employment. And um, people who have jobs because they have, you know, actually the land is not there in town. Yep. There's so many houses, so there's no land. So the houses only for housing. 
they refer, um, they sleep in the house, they go for work. They sleep in the house, they go for work. So the other people who just sleep, who just had houses, where they had no garden. You just have a house in the town, but no garden. So the, actually, those are, they want to have a problem. And those are about uh, like 20%. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah. 20% of the people, yeah. So what are you growing? Yeah. I, I see you in your garden right now. What do you um what do you have there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um <laughs> yeah, I have a garden in my garden, but this what do you see? This one? Uh this is not this is just a compound. Actually, this place I was planning to make um a business here. And the business I'm planning to put here is um uh, um a lot a campsite. Oh wow. My visitors Visas can come and camp here. Then they, they, they do whatever they want to, so it's kind of accommodation. Oh, camping. Nice. That's what I want to do here. By now, um, the time when the COVID came in, it was not yet finished. So I was still looking for more money to finish this place. But, but, but um, on top of this, this was, this was my, I was going to make this my business. But um, at home in the village, I have um, banana, Beans and corn and cassava, oh, gotcha. and some greens and some vegetables. So whenever um children are hungry, they go to the garden and cut a banana. They eat. They harvest beans and eat. So actually, they are depending on that. They cannot stay without eating anything. Mm-hmm. It's okay. only maybe they are not balancing the diety accordingly. So do you are you able yes. to trade a lot for other things that you need? So again. Can you trade for other things that you need, or can you go into town and and you know trade with people there who might be? Yeah, to yeah, out? yeah. Um, well, the, the the banana, the price of food has really gone down. Gotcha. So I just keep it for for children to eat. Okay. For, for us, we are only consumption, so we don't um take to the town to sell because if you sell the big bunch of banana, you will get little amount of money. So it's better to eat it at home. Gotcha. So trading with other things, so just leave other things to trade with them. Maybe we shall have them later, when maybe we, we um we we, we go we come back to the normal situation. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, yes. Interesting. Yeah, I'm just wondering how those people in the cities are surviving. Young people in the city actually, I I I see I people people have got problems. People have got problems. I can't say. Mm-hmm. People are running mad. People, some people are running mad. There's lots of actually so many problems. Wow. If they cannot access this and that, yeah, they have so many problems. Lots of problems, as I can say by now, they have lots of problems. Really? Is it? Um, yeah, yeah. Is it like dangerous parts of the parts of America are getting a bit dangerous with people, you know, being frustrated, being locked up, and all sorts of things. A lot of different reasons. Mm. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Those in the town, uh, those in the town that have no job, if their job was locked, that was locked, they cannot have any job. Those were any problems. Like especially those people working in tourism, working in the lodges, in hotels, working in uh, um clubs, working in uh, um entertaining places. Mm-hmm. All those were locked down. And there are people also used to we used to call them MC. Do you have them in US? The MC. Mass of ceremony. It's also a job. Oh, Somebody is invited okay. to go from wedding to a wedding. Yeah, it's, it's, it's mainly speak. I can talk lots of things. 
also those people have also been locked down. They cannot get the business. Actually, there are so many people that have been locked. They cannot access the business. So those ones that, um, in the case, they did not have um, the village. They were brought up in a town. They have no village where they have the, the garden. They're in a total suffering. Right. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of the same way here. Like people in the state, in the cities are second guessing living there like people in new york um yeah at least for a time have left um and gone to yeah, other yeah, places yeah. even bought houses in other places that allow them a little bit more land a little bit more opportunity yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. walk around yeah, so, yes. interesting yes. yeah well yeah, you yes. gotta be like yeah i mean you're definitely lucky to have that garden to have that uh that ability oh, to grow yeah. stuff into you know yeah yeah on. yes i planned it long ago <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah yes okay good so let's uh yeah. so you know i guess it was a couple of months now we heard about um rafiki what happened to rafiki so it was the gorilla that had um you know been poached i don't think it was deliberate <laughs> but you want to talk about that a little bit what happened to rafiki what happened to its poachers how many years mm, yeah, I... what's the whole background with that yeah, um, actually, um, because uh, it's uh, what I told you is uh, um, it's a problem to the government. Okay, COVID, COVID nineteen is a problem to the government, also problem to the public, to the entire people, because the the government has lost money for revenue collections, and also the people have also lost, uh, has also lost um employment. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what has caused um Rafik to die? Uh, there are people because they don't they don't, don't have the, the the gardens. People don't have the gardens, so they thought of maybe to go and steal from the park. You get the point. They wanted to go and steal mm -hmm. from the park, stealing the animal. So some people go to steal maybe firewood. They still get firewood. They go and sell them, and maybe get um some food. Some people go and cut a live wood. They take it away, steal it, and sell it. There's also other people who think of killing an animal. Right. Like a buffalo, like a cob. After killing it, they will take the meat, will eat it, either will sell it also part of it, and get money. So there are also people that are planning that. And they're planning it because of um, COVID-19, because they cannot get any other money. So that's the problem. So um, the people who killed um, Rafiki were of such nature, because they don't have what to eat. So that's why they went to the forest to kill a bush pig. Gotcha. So in a, a, a process of killing a bush pig, they normally set a wire, wires in the forest, so that when the bush, bush pig is passing, will follow into will fall into a wire. Mm. Then the wire will strangle the bush pig. Then the bush pig will die. Then when it dies, he will come and carry it and take it away. So eventually, um, the wire does not select. Whether a bush pig, whether a monkey, whether a gorilla, whether a person. Right. The wire doesn't select. Right. So the wire kills anything that comes in to pass nearby. So when the gorilla was coming, and you know, um Rafiki was ahead was the head was were head ahead of the group. Yeah, of the Kringo right? group. Yeah, was the silverback was the head of the group. So the head of the group always moves ahead of the group. So that the rest of the group follows behind. So as he was moving ahead, he follow into he follow into a wire. Then the wire strangled him to death. Oof. 
toy was found when uh, Rafik was was killed. But eventually, and uh, what happened, um, because the rangers also keep patrolling, they are there, they, they found that the the gorilla, which of course is so expensive gorilla that also gives Uganda a lot of money, was killed. So they also had to lay an ambush to see whoever coming to, to who are the one who said the wire. So eventually they saw some people coming, they, they arrested them. And when they were arrested, they were put in prison. They were taken to the magistrate, actually. It's prison first, mm -hmm. prostitution. Then from there, then they were taken to the magistrate, and the magistrate sentenced them to the punishment of um, 11 years yeah. in prison. So they would be there for 11 years. Because um, the magistrate was saying it's not good to kill um, a gorilla. It's a government animal whereby the government earns a lot of money. Somebody coming to see this gorilla pays 600 US dollars. Mm -hmm. So why do you want the government to lose 600 US dollars? Though the, the, the COVID-19 will go, but the gorillas must remain. Mm -hmm. So it was sentenced to um, 11 years in prison. Even though it was an accident. Like, it, they weren't trying to get that gorilla, but you know they they got him they got a uh you know they 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 caught a silverback which is a big thing which does a lot to you know the rest of the gorillas in that area that does a lot to its family um but they still you're saying they still got that 11 years because it was an accident because they're in the the park yeah it was in the park they entered the park but actually in Uganda um those, they are not supposed to enter the park. Right. They have no entry to the park. If you're going to the park, you're not going to kill the animal. You're not going to see the animal, and you pay. You pay to see the animal. If you're not paying, then you go to the office of the chief of the park. You talk to the chief official and say, oh, I want to see the animal, but I have no money. And they reside here. I'm just a neighbor. The, the chief will, will also say, okay, because when, when, um, the government normally allow neighboring people to go to the park and see these animals freely. The government has done that. Yeah, they allow them to go and see them freely. Not to go and kill them, but to go and see them, you come back. So that one is, is allowed. Oh. So if anyone who goes, if anyone who goes there illegally, who has not passed, who has no letter to go to the park, that one is supposed to be arrested. We call it illegal entry. Somebody goes in with not allowed, we call it illegal entry. So they can and go on in top of that, they need to ask. People can go in, they just have to ask. Get permission. Okay. You remember when you you remember when you went there to see Gorillans? Mm -hmm. Well, I already had papers for of you. Yes, yeah. I had your passports, I had everything, papers, even the receipt that you had paid. So you had an you had an entry to the park. So anyone who goes there illegally is supposed to be arrested. So we call it illegal entry. Gotcha. It's not allowed. So those guys, um, then if you go there without killing any animal, the find, rangers find you there, you're supposed to be arrested. Oh, okay. You get the point. Yeah. yeah. You, you find you there. You've not cut any tree. You've not killed anything. You're supposed to be arrested. But that, that case is small. Hmm. You get the point. There's a case of just illegal entry. You've not killed anything. That case is small. It's about three months in prison. Gotcha. Just three months in, in prison. the park without being allowed. Yeah. Yeah, just they caught you inside. You will not, you're not allowed to go inside. It's three months in prison. And if you go there and kill a bush pig, uh, you also kill a bush pig, you kill a monkey, you kill um, 
a baboon, that one will also go to nine months in prison. Nine months. Nine months in prison if they find you with killing those ones. And also if they find you with a matchbox, you have a matchbox mm. for, for making fire, you have a, a panga, you have a knife, you have a dog. So each item has a penalty. So the matchbox has a penalty, okay, a penalty. The dog has a penalty. The spear has a penalty and the pack has a penalty because they are not supposed to be in the pack. Mm. So you find some, somebody has so many penalties, so many cases. And when all those ones are added together, so somebody will go to three years. If somebody is fine with a dog, with a matchbox, with a spear and himself, so the cases keep compiling. Right, okay. So that, that's, that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. And then yeah, so illegal entry is not allowed. They, they, then then actu actually there are grades of animals. There are grades of animals and um, there are also animals that a category of um, all those years in prison. There's um, a gorilla. There's um, a python. You know a python? Oh, yeah. A snake. Mm -hmm. A snake. There's an elephant. There's also a rhinoceros, mm -hmm. buffalo, lion, a crocodile, um, hippopotamus, giraffe, and a leopard. Those are in the highest. Yeah, in Uganda. That's, that's the law works in Uganda. That's the category of those big animals, mega mega mammals. The mega mammals has that high penalty. So if you kill one of them, hmm. then you have to face that that uh, sentence. Gotcha. And does first, I thought Uganda did not have rhinos. Isn't that right? They didn't have any wild rhinos. Oh, we have we have rhinos. We have rhinos, but um. Right from the beginning, since um, the British started the national parks, I told you British are the one who established national parks. Mm. Rhinos were there. But in the 1970s, we had the wars in Uganda. Yeah. Uh, when we had the wars, rhinos were killed mm -hmm. in Uganda. All of them were killed. But um, before they killed all of them, U.S. rescued two of them. I remember telling you that story. U.S. rescued two rhinos and were taken to Florida. Mm -hmm. So um, then in 19, uh, 19 uh, sorry, in, in, then in 2004, the grandchildren of those rhinos that was rescued in Florida were brought back mm -hmm. in 2004 because the country was already stable by this current government. Actually, the current government is fighting a lot to see that the country is stable because now the country is stable, although there is this COVID-19, but actually it's politically stable. Now um, they brought two rhinos, the grandchildren and one that they sent to US. Um, then you also bought four from Kenya to make six. Then um, they were put in a sanctuary called the Ziwa. They are there. Now they are 22. Because we, we, we bought six, um, okay, two from Florida, four from Kenya, those are six. Mm -hmm. And um, their first baby, they had the first baby. The first baby was from the, um, the female from Florida and the male from Kenya, and that baby is there in Uganda, we call it Obama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the baby is called, is a baby bull, is a big, actually a big bull now, is Obama. So at the moment we have 22 rhinos in Uganda. And uh, the pro, but this is a sanctuary. Okay. We call it a, a rehabilitation center. We call it a rehabilitation center. So rhinos are going to multiply. When they are more than 100, then we shall disperse them 
to the former habitats. Machizon, Ajai, Pianope, and um, Kidepo. Okay. Those are the former habitats, and that's where you're likely to take them to their former habitats. Gotcha. So, so they're they aren't uh, wild; they're in sanctuaries right now. Um, but you were saying that there yeah, are, now they're in the sanctuary. There are grades of, of twenty-two. Uh, okay, yeah, and then there are grades of if you know levels if someone poaches or a rhino or anything on that list you mentioned earlier, a rhino, gorilla, uh, uh, you know, yeah. pythons. Um, is that enforced? Yeah, yeah. Do you find that that's enforced a lot, or, or is it only really enforced when it gets international attention? Like, are there ways that people can pay the, their ways out of that? Is that fine? Paying his, paying his way to, to the, out of the prison. Um, it yeah. was it was uh, enacted in the parliament not to do anything. The only thing is prison. Okay. Prison and no payment. Mm. Okay, yeah, no you. payment, just prison. Just prison. So how long does someone get because for... You... Oh, I was going to say, how long does someone get for a, a, a gorilla? Let's say. A, a gorilla? Mm-hmm. Somebody killing a gorilla? Yes. Yeah, do they get 11 years? Yeah, 11, no. Those, that's that category of animals that explain to you the 11 years. Mm-hmm. That category. Gotcha. But actually, um, actually, they are ten years. They are ten years. That category, including the gorilla, is ten years. That's how it is. Um, in 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 in, in authority, in the authority, it's in nineteen. It's called the nineteen ninety six wildlife statute. It is supposed to be ten years. Who kills that level? I've told you. But the magistrate also added one year. There was something, something that he was that he was found with. Maybe I don't know whether he was found with a dog, whether maybe he was was found with spears. Uh. But um, if somebody is found with another thing, then it's, 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 there's another case. There's another year that's added. So the elephant alone, killing an elephant alone is ten years. But somebody is found with a dog, is found with a spear, is found with a matchbox. Those ones also have another, another years. Okay, kind of like that. That's how it works. So let's say let's say someone yes. let's say someone got that um, you know trapped a gorilla, but they were just outside of the park. Do they get is okay. there a penalty there? Is there a punishment if they were on? Uh, oh yeah, yes, 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 okay. yes, yes. There's still a punishment if you find a gorilla outside the park and kill it. Still, there's a punishment because there is a, there is a education that goes all over. People staying in the, the vicinity of the gorillas, the neighbors of the gorillas, rangers normally teach them every day, talking to them about the gorillas, the useful of the gorillas. So there's a silly penalty. And like people, um, if there was no COVID-19 as a problem that is bringing all this, in the case if somebody goes to the park to kill an animal, the neighbors already tell the police, they tell the rangers mm-hmm. that, oh, Somebody has gone to kill the animal, so so the rangers will follow to kill to arrest that person because neighbors are already aware that the, these animals, the wildlife animals, are very useful to them, so they don't want any person to harm them. So the neighbors have have got that experience. Um, but what has caused this? So that one is always that one is is, is only in the parks like uh, Kibale, Bwindi. Mm-hmm. Somebody goes to the park to kill an animal. The neighbors will tell the rangers or all that they'll tell the police. Gotcha. That one happens a lot. Yes, happens a lot. 
So they, they are aware, they, they know that these animals are used through them. So they don't allow the person to kill them. Gotcha. I was going to ask. That's, like, that's obvious. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, how are they perceived? How are these people perceived in the public? Because it was an accident, right? But they were very careless. So is the public upset with them? Do they understand, especially with COVID-19 and everything that's going on? Like, how, how are they perceived right now? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Now, now, there's a trend. It's a change because um, now people, because now, now they no longer get results from the park. They no longer get money from the park. Like the people who used to sell food mm-hmm. to the lodges, people who used to work in the lodges, people who used to work do entertainment to the visitors. So they no longer have um, that exercise. They don't. And when they do that, of course, they get money. So they no longer have those benefits. Those benefits are not, are not there. Maybe if somebody goes there, maybe they may they may hide at the moment, because they know if somebody goes to the park and they kill a bush pig, maybe they may also have a share. That's why they may not tell. But still, those who still need the park, who sees the park is very useful. They still inform the rangers. So people are 50-50. All are not the same. All are not good. Some are good and some are not good. Gotcha, gotcha. But people are generally not understanding of people like this. Like people are pretty upset yeah, yes, with yes. those who. Okay, yeah. I was just trying to understand how yeah. like public perception was. Um, so what what will happen to the gorilla family? Right. I mean, they just lost their silverback. They lost their leader. What happens to them? How detrimental is this for them? Um, with 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 the gorillas, they normally have um, a deputy. It's like a it's like how we have Uganda, we have a president, mm-hmm. we have the vice president, they would have the prime minister and the rest. Now also the gorillas have them. These premiers actually, they have an organized government. So oh, they have okay. the, the silverback, the president, they, they also have deputy presidents, they have, they have the deputy presence, the deputy president. So actually the deputy takes over. The oh. deputy, deputy has taken over. Oh, wow. The group. Yeah, the deputy has taken over the group. His own has taken over the group. He's leading at the moment. Wow. So among the deputies, they know who is stronger. Because they go, these, these primates, either these apps, someone who take over must be strong in fighting. The one who's not strong will not take over. So um, as they fight, they know, oh, this one in fighting is number one. So he's the leader. Fighting in the number two, he's, he's come the vice president. Hmm. Fighting number three comes the second deputy. So that's how it is. They, they know um, the one who has been the second is the one who takes over. Gotcha. It's only a problem, come, a problem comes. It happened in, 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 in other gorilla places. A problem comes whereby in a nearby family who is strong may dissolve it. They come and fight this. If this the new leader is weak, they may come and um, beat this new leader and takes it to their group. Those ones also happen. Such thing happens. There is a family group uh, whereby one gorilla was climbing a tree, then he fo- a branch was climbing a tree, then a branch broke, fell down. He died instantly. Then after when he died instantly, then um, then um, the one who took over was weak. Then other wild gorillas came and fought him. Then they took all the individuals to <laughs> join their group. Group. Oh, so wow. that one can also happen. But the, the, one, the one of Rafiki, the group is still surviving. Okay. So the, the second the, in charge, they yeah. have a system in place. The second in charge kind of comes up, 
It's not like the yeah. like with other yeah. a lot of other species. If the you know if the alpha either male or female dies or is missing, um, they kind of collapse. But it sounds like for gorillas, they have a system set up for this. Yeah, the, the female doesn't do any demonstration. It's only the male, strong male, does with demonstration. And the female, female can go from one, can go to another group. Okay. Female are likely to go to another group, but the male will die in the group where he was born. But the female can go to the, the group which, where he finds stronger. Because um, these groups normally fight. Mm -hmm. Like another family finds another family in this, where there's good, where there's grass, where there's food. So you find in a place where there's food, they fight for that place. So as they fight for that place, the one who becomes stronger takes over that place. Then he will also take over the female. Then the male will be chased away without the female. Gotcha. Maybe you'll go with one female or two females. Yeah, but the female, they are likely to change with the strong males. That's how it works. So that, that, that one works in the primates. Go, also, chimpanzees work, do like that. The same thing with the chimpanzees. Mm, okay. I've not known with orangutan because I've not seen them, but chimpanzees also behave the same thing. Gotcha. Yeah, I know it's not uh, as easy for elephants if, if the um, matriarch, I think, in that sense, passes away. It's not as easy of a transfer, uh, but it sounds like for gorillas, it is pretty easy. You know, the next in charge just takes over. But it's still really, uh, yeah, really yeah. sad. Yeah, the, the, the elephants is, is, is um the elephant the the the, elef the mother is the leader, mm -hmm. but with the gorillas the father is the leader. You get mm -hmm. a point. The father, the mother is the, the leader in elephants, mm -hmm. so we call it a matriarch, mother. So um, in, in that group there is a, a mother, there's the daughters and sisters, and then the granddaughters. Any male that is born there when he clocks 15 years, he walks away. So that group, you see a group of elephants, those are female. If you see any male coming in, he's only coming to mate. And after mating, he walks away. So um, in the case a mother dies, a leader dies, mm -hmm. they're the second in the command. Either they, they, not, for, for this, the, the oldest. The oldest is always the leader. It's oh. not about the strength. Yeah. For elephants, it's not about the strength. It's about the, the oldest. So the oldest elephant is the leader of the group. And when she dies, the second, the oldest daughter takes over. Hmm. You get the point? The oldest daughter takes over. And why they do this? Because elephants normally have a long memory, whereby this place, if it is a dry season, water is in the other point. Uh... Food is in the other point. This point is where there's people who kill us. You remember, you get the point, people who kill People, people who kill us, they are from this point. So the long, the 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 so the oldest female knows, oh, this place is bad. We cannot go there. If they want to go there, she says, no, we can't go there. Then um, if there's a drought where they are staying, there's no grass. She knows where there's grass. She will lead the group to find the grass. And where if the, the place has no water, she knows where the water is. She will lead the group. To to the place where they water. So always the oldest daughter takes over. That's how it works. Mm. And um, in, in the case of if the has uh, the, the, the sister, if the, the sister, then the sister, if the sister is older than the daughter, then the sister will take over. Because for it is a family of the female. Mm -hmm. That's how it, it works with the um, elephants. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize that it was based on 
primarily on age because of their memories, because of their yeah. ability to recall it's certain quite, locations and things. Yes, quite special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, how do you feel, Yona? Are you are you hopeful that Uganda will get back to normal soon? I mean, I know it's all contingent upon COVID, but like how. How do you feel for the future, uh, both of your country and of your country's wildlife, and of and of your you know mm. your own income, your own uh, employment? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, well. We well we know the employment has gone down, as and we hope that we shall get it back. And um, when you read the history, this is not the only disease that has ever come like this and destroying the whole world. Because I, I remember there was a cholera. Cholera broke up in broke in, in 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 Europe. It killed so many people. Then um, there's somebody who found the medicine. Then the cholera is no more, and it was like this. It sterilized the whole the whole the whole the whole world. Mm-hmm. Then also they sent the same thing. Um, a ball has been coming. It comes and time comes it goes away. So we also have high hopes that um, COVID of course is coming. But when we also look at COVID, it's not killing people like cholera, the central and Ebola. Because when we had Ebola in Uganda, it was on in, in one district, in the Gulu district. Gulu is close to Machison in the Falls National Park. You remember Machison, right. Falls National Park. Mm-hmm. So Gulu is close there. When there was Ebola here, it killed 300 people within two months. Wow. Yeah. So Ebola is more dangerous. Wow, yeah. It has gone. Mm-hmm. So we've known we've known how to we've known how to get rid of it. So when it comes, oh, you know, okay, I must not touch this person. Mm-hmm. I must not know this. I must not know this. So now it doesn't affect many people. Cholera also used to kill many people. Like it comes to the village, it will finish the whole the whole home. Wow. Um, by now, um, when you know cholera has come, you make sure you eat hot food. You make sure you drink hot water, then you call or not, you not have the cholera. So one of the ones also we are getting, um, you getting used to the precautions so that we follow whatever the Ministry of Health says, then I know we shall survive with um, COVID-19. Because actually it doesn't kill a lot like... Yeah, so what do you, um, you know, you've seen worse, you've seen worse with Ebola. Uh, you've seen worse with other diseases, so it sounds like you are positive. How bad? When did that Ebola outbreak happen, and how long did it take you guys to kind of get it under control? Um, Ebola has happened in Uganda twice. The first one was in the Gulu district, which I told you to kill about three hundred people, including the doctor, the main doctor of the hospital died, and the nurses, the, the people. Actually, it was horrible because it was a new disease in Uganda. By, um, by now, people started to know, okay, that's how to control the disease. Then the second time, it also came to Bundibugyo. It killed people in Bundibugyo, about 200 gotcha. people. Um, yeah, about 200 people in Bundibugyo. They also died just within one, one and a half months. But, um, wow. Then the, government, the Minister of Health told them, okay, We've known, don't touch. If somebody, you know somebody has Ebola, mm-hmm. don't touch. Even don't bury. Whether you are relative, whether what. They, they had, the Minister of Health formed a group. Had to form a group which does the barriers. If somebody dies of Ebola, they go and tie that person, and the, that person is buried immediately. Right. 
So the, 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 the relatives are not supposed even to go there. It's only this area of the group that was doing it. So that, that wiped off the Ebola. And uh, because of that awareness, so Ebola was finished. Mm. And uh, when it tries to come to Uganda, just last, um, last year, last year it was in the Congo, just close at the borders of Uganda. But because people were aware about it, and people were not were aware about not don't touch, don't do this, don't mm -hmm. do this. So it did not cross to Uganda. Though there are some people from Congo crossed to Uganda where they were sick. When they were found in Uganda, they, they were sick. They were they organized with Ebola, but still they were treated. And there's no any Ugandan that got that disease. So that was because of sensitization. So are Ugandans actually they when they are worried about something, then of course they are they take it as, as a big issue. Then that's why um most of the people are not getting the disease because because of uh, um the warning from the Ministry of Health. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So what are you what are you most excited about? You know, let's say we get this vaccine. Uh, let's say we get this vaccine. What are you most excited about? Um, you know, when things do return to normal, whenever that is. Mm, yeah. We actually so excited that um, the vaccine should be made. Also, the, mean, the, the, the scientists on Uganda, in Uganda, they're also trying to make the vaccine. They don't know whether they will succeed, but they are trying because uh, they are now seeing over the TVs and radios that they're also trying to make the, 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 the vaccines so that, of course, Uganda um, will be okay. And uh, we also have high hopes that uh, other countries like UK, UK um, Australia, German, France, mm -hmm. Spain, in the cases they have the vaccine, because we have um, good relationship with them, mm -hmm. then they are likely also to give us the medicine so that we also become okay. So we, we, we really pray for them to make the vaccine. And once they make the vaccine, we also, also know we're going to be fine. So we, we actually pray for that. Yeah, well, same here, Yona. Okay. I mean, we, pray for we want it all to get back to normal, and it's definitely... Um it's 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 definitely hard to imagine things going on like this for a long time but um mm. you know they it might just happen if it goes so. for a long time then it's, mm, if it goes for a long time then it's a problem yeah yeah if it goes for a long time it's, yeah it's going to be a big problem with with uh, with us and the ugandans it's going to be a pretty big problem but yes what we, we we oh the medicine should, should be good the vaccine should be good but hope hope hopes, hopes that uh, of course, people are very wise and wise. Mm -hmm. They're going to get the medicine because as they happen to other diseases, because yeah. this is not the first disease that has happened. Also, other diseases have been happening. They get the medicine. It happened. They, made, they get the medicine. HIV was the same thing, but now the HIV it has gone down. Right. Because like Uganda now, people with HIV is less than five percent. Yeah. So it has gone down. It was because of the awareness, education, sensitization. So they know, okay, HIV kills like this. So people are aware about it. Then also there's the ARV that are given to people so that their life can be prolonged. All, all those things has worked for Uganda. So the, the percent of Ugandan with HIV has really gone down. Mm. And um, in it, maybe 20 to 30 years, HIV will be zero in Uganda. Yep. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yes. Well, Yona, I mean... I, I appreciate your time so much. Thank you um, for you know telling us about the state of Uganda and everything. Uh, we're all pulling for her vaccine as well. So, you know, hopefully we can come and see you again. 
Okay, all right, all right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, okay, I, I would my, my conclusion is that uh, um, thank you so much for having this time with you talking about with you about the conservation of Uganda. Mm. And um I, I will still tell the people of the north and also the people whereby we normally exchange like uh, these resources, like people of the north will normally give them water mm. from Uganda, because the river Nile flow from Uganda to the north. So possibly um, these people, in the case of contribution to the national parks, their contribution to these natural resources, their uh, contribution should be brought down here so that these places are not um, destroyed. Because if these wetlands are forests, are destroyed, those people are the first one to get problems. Everyone downstream from you, which would be everyone up north. Yeah, downstream, yeah. This river get a problem. Mm -hmm. They're the first people to get a problem. So in case, uh, because now people have um, need this and that, people need um, resources, like water, like um, food. So there are some who normally go to these and destroy them. So if they, I just, in case they can get the formation, those are the people that can still more, send more aid to the conservation so that the people uh, can still, so that people keep, 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 um, keep protecting these places mm -hmm. because we don't protect these places only for ugandans we also protect them for global um, community also the same thing with the forests we protect the forests not only for ugandans because it's from rain they form water and also from oxygen folk of course oxygen goes to those countries those who have less forests so actually um i would request them that um they should send more aid to the country so that um these places um effectively protected so that people don't destroy them those who, who want to get um maybe who want to cut a tree and sell it and get um maybe sold gotcha. uh, something like that <laughs> okay thank you very much <laughs> take care all right thanks for joining if you like that episode feel free to rate view and subscribe that actually really helps if you haven't seen it yet take a look at the accompanying blog don't forget your boots.com where you can read more and see photos for all the interviews until next time, take care. Oh, good, good. <laughs>